Ed Peters, and I welcome you on behalf of Pastor Henry Harder and the Renewal Singers to another broadcast of What's New. We return today to Acts chapter 7. We will begin looking at Stephen's address to the Sanhedrin. Stephen begins his narrative with Abraham. Abraham was a man of faith. He believed God and obeyed God. Faith always leads to obedience. So Stephen begins with Abraham in Mesopotamia down in the Tigris-Euphrates Valley. That was a place of Abraham's hometown, and it was there that God called him. Here now are verses 2 through 8 of Acts chapter 7, and Luke writes as follows. This was Stephen's lengthy reply. The glorious God appeared to our ancestor Abraham in Iraq before he moved to Syria, and told him to leave his native land, to say goodbye to his relatives, and to start out for a country that God would direct him to. So he left the land of the Chaldeans and lived in Haran in Syria until his father died. Then God brought him here to the land of Israel, but gave him no property of his own, not one little tract of land. However, God promised that eventually the whole country would belong to him and his descendants, though as yet he had no children. But God also told him that these descendants of his would leave the land and live in a foreign country and there become slaves for 400 years. But I will punish the nation that enslaves them, God told him, and afterward my people will return to this land of Israel and worship me here. God also gave Abraham the ceremony of circumcision at that time as evidence of the covenant between God and the people of Abraham. And so Isaac, Abraham's son, was circumcised when he was eight days old. Isaac became the father of Jacob, and Jacob the father of the twelve patriarchs of the Jewish nation. I felt 
Stephen opens his narrative with the beginning of the nation of Israel. He begins by relating the story of Abraham. This shows the faith of Abraham. God had promised him a child and God had promised him the land. Although Abraham had neither one, he believed God. What we have here in Stephen's narrative is really the Spirit's interpretation of the Old Testament. That makes this a remarkable section. Now, here to bring us our study for today is Pastor Henry Harder. It has been said that the only thing we learn from history is that we learn nothing from history. Stephen of Acts chapter 7 evidently doesn't agree. He gives the Sanhedrin a sketch, a history lesson. The high priest of this supreme court, perhaps Caiaphas, had asked Stephen to reply to the charges. Stephen doesn't. Instead, he begins with Abraham, Stephen's speech is an apologetic for the Christian faith. He wants the Sanhedrin to consider Jesus Christ as Messiah and Savior. God had spoken in Jesus. He was God's greatest word, but Israel hadn't listened. In fact, this very group, very recently, had condemned Christ to death. So Stephen gives them a lesson from history that that attitude toward God was evident in their past. That's the way it had always been, but the men who played a major role in Israel's history 
were men who had listened to God. The real movers and shakers were men who had dared to believe God was speaking and they had dared to move. Stephen inferred that the group before him were keepers of the status quo when they should be innovators and step out in faith, responding to God's word in Christ. So the first person Stephen focuses on is the patriarch Abraham. God appeared to him. What did he do, turn a deaf ear? No, he listened and obeyed. It seemed like a mad adventure, but it really was an act of greatest wisdom. Hear the words of Stephen as Luke records them. Brothers and fathers, listen to me. The God of glory appeared to our father Abram while he was still in Mesopotamia, before he lived in Haran. Leave your country and your people, God said, and go to the land I will show you. So he left the land of the Chaldeans and settled in Haran. After the death of his father, God sent him to this land where you are now living. He gave him no inheritance here, not even a foot of ground. But God promised him that he and his descendants after him would possess the land, even though at that time Abram had no child. God spoke to him in this way. Your descendants will be strangers in a country not their own. They will be enslaved and mistreated 400 years. But I will punish the nation they serve as slaves, God said, and afterwards they will come out of that country and worship me in this place. Stephen's point is that Abraham listened to God. Stephen's hearers weren't. God spoke to Abraham and he responded. God had spoken through Christ and the Sanhedrin had insisted on his death. The God of glory had appeared to their father Abram and he listened. The God of glory had appeared here on this planet in Jesus, but man didn't listen. Abram took a risk when he listened to God. Isn't that the way it always is? When man listens to God and obeys, he takes a risk. The Sanhedrin hadn't been willing to take the risk of believing Christ, although the evidence was overwhelming. They hadn't been willing to assume the consequences. Abram took an enormous risk. God said, go to a land I will show you, and Abram went. He didn't ask what the consequences would be. That's a very significant point. The consequences didn't matter. Obeying God mattered. Man wants to know the consequences before he moves. What will it cost? What are the pros and cons? Man wants to know where he is going. If man can't see where he is going, then he prefers the status quo. But the status quo is never good enough for God. There is always progress and change with God. God is always going somewhere. A psalm writer writes, where there are no changes, there is no fear of God. Someone has said that a Christian has no right to ask where he is going. To consider the consequences is not important when it comes to obeying God. Stephen is saying to the Sanhedrin that they were so wedded to the status quo that they couldn't risk believing God and obeying him as he had spoken through Jesus. In fact, all through their history, they had persecuted and killed the prophets of God. Now they had killed Jesus, and they were about to kill him. Abram, their highly respected forefather, had been a man of deep faith. He believed God had a future for him and his descendants, even when he had no children and no hope of ever having any. There was no future without children, but Abram believed that his future lay with God. 
and he actually believed that his descendants would inherit the land. Abram was a remarkable man. He hoped against all hope. He never saw the promises come to pass, yet never doubted that they would. The Sanhedrin had seen the promises of God's Messiah come to pass, yet they didn't believe. Contrary to some critics who see in Stephen's speech just a stalling for time, Stephen has something very pertinent to say to his hearers, and he does it skillfully. Stephen, in short, says, God spoke to Abraham. Abram, listen. God has spoken to you through Jesus. You're not listening. Perhaps God is speaking to you now. Listen. Take the risk. God's change is always worth it. You'll appreciate the song I'm requesting the Renewal Singers to present. Here they are, the title, He's Changing Me. From glory to glory, He's changing me, changing me, changing me. His likeness and image to perfect in me. Shown to the world for his changing, changing me from earthly things into heavenly, his likeness and image to perfect in me the love of God shown to the world for his to heavenly his likeness and image to perfect in me the love of God shown to the What's New is a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Chapter California, 93263, USA. 